0: this division. This is the beginning of the legendary Becky Lynch comeback. I am that bitch. I'm the strongest, the fastest, the roughest, the toughest, the quickest, the greatest, the best. She's-
2: Pro Wrestling Illustrated has published its PWI 150 celebrating women's wrestling across the planet. This has been a wonderful journey to follow over the past few years going from 50 to 100 and for the second year in a row 150 names. Who are the movers? Who are the shakers? Here to discuss that with me and more is Pro Wrestling Illustrated Kristen Ashley. Kristen, how are you doing tonight?
1: Good, how are you?
2: Oh, good. Thank you. It's nice that we find an excuse uh, I think every year now to try and chat about the PWI 150.
1: Yeah, I love it.
2: Uh, so this is the second year in a row that it's gone to 150. It must be great to see the numbers uh, rising for this list every year.
1: Yeah. Well, it, and personally, because it gets so hard. I mean, we have to leave off a lot of people that we wish we didn't have to leave off. So um, we have like, you know, UK's back, Canada's back, Mexico's like fully back. So we have all these women that we have to rank. And it, I mean, don't don't quote me probably but in the future it will probably uh it'll probably increase again most likely
2: oh well, I was gonna ask that at the end but there's a nice little teaser for, uh, <laughs> yeah. for that um, it is good to educate because I think people uh, will often read uh, this list and sometimes the mail list as well and mm-hmm. just for those who don't quite know so how is this list put together how is the numbers compiled and and who gets where and stuff
1: yeah so typically um you know, we all get into like a zoom meeting and, um, I come, most of us come prepared. So I already have like a top 20 in my head. Um, I will say, and I'm pretty proud of this, that the top five is also my top five. So I I felt like that was a win (laughs) personally, you know? Um, but you know, typically we start at the top and go down because the top is essentially a lot easier to rank than below. I mean, the top two this year we debated forever. I mean, like an hour of the meeting plus like weeks after we were debating. Um, But you know it's easier because you're looking at women who have like big titles or are on TV or something like that. And you're going down from there. Um, So it takes like four hours, (laughs) the call. And then even after that, it's not like, it's like a first draft, right? So after that, um, until like we have to get it in for print time, there's like three weeks, a month uh, that we still keep track of the women so even after you know me and the editor-in-chief kevin are talking about you know uh okay so this person won a title or this person dropped a title and typically they won't move but we see a lot of movement at the end of the list um just you know people maybe we didn't think of at the meeting um so it's it's an ongoing process it probably takes up like a month and a half of my my life it's
2: (laughs) a long it just shows how much thought and process goes into uh yes. 100 getting 150 names and getting them just right
1: right um, exactly
2: are there i mean i mean off the top of your head because obviously, say the top the, the the top few are they're they're pretty much set in stone in your head from you start and then you work your way down the list are there mm-hmm. a few names that your gutted didn't quite make the cut into the 150 that we want to give a, a special nod to
1: yeah. So a lot. <laughs> so on um, like, you know, I get a lot of questions about uh, Nyla Rose and Riho, Nyla Rose, especially um, over the last year, not, none to any of these women's fault, right. This is all, it's the kayfabe list. She was on dark like the entire year. Um, and so, and she wasn't in the title picture. So we, we weren't able in Rio as well. Wasn't in the title picture, a lot of dark matches, a lot of tag matches, which they do count. They won't count in the future, um, we're trying to separate the tag list and that's why we're increased it. So in the future, like tag won't matter at all. Um, it won't be counted at all, but, um, you know, that, that hurts people. Um, just like how shows kind of hurt, like the WWE people, then they stick, they still count, but not as much. So neither Rose, uh, Riho. Um, I really wanted Ginny on there. <laughs> I really wanted a lot of NXT UK people, but obviously, With them closing and they just don't have a heavy schedule as it is so
2: yeah i get that i mean same with the um the aew lot i mean aew gets uh, a lot of grief for its women's representation on tv or in some cases lack thereof Uh, but despite that we've seen thunder rosa in there at number three jay cargill's there at number five dr Britt baker's at number 13 are these in the list uh this year and so high in the list uh, is their success because of Or in spite of some of the AEW backstage (laughs) goings on?
1: (laughs) I think both, right? So obviously, like, a big part of the reason why Thunder Rosa is at the top is because she won the title. And she won the title uh, against Britt in a really cool match, you know, like, bloody and brutal. And so those things are both, right? The, The booker books it um but then they pull out the stops and thunder rosa i I firmly believe a lot of her baby faceness is it's because of her you know like they didn't really push her necessarily as a baby face but she's loved everywhere and the same thing with brit i mean Brit was essentially a baby face to begin with and then when she took off and running with the um with the heel persona, it just blew up. I mean, she's really great. So it's both. And that, I mean, that goes for anybody on the list, right? Like there's a certain amount of kayfabe that you can't really help, but then these are also just really athletic, wonderful women. So,
2: yeah. And a lot of representation of, of the athletic women of stardom this year which has been really nice to see. Yeah, Yeah. Shuri taking the the top spot from Bianca Belair. Uh, This is the first time a Joshi performer has topped the PWI women's list. This has been a long time coming, hasn't it?
1: Oh, yes. And it's the first time a non-WWE wrestler has topped the list since 2013. I think there's only only been like four or five maybe that have been non-WWE. So it's a huge, and like I said, we really, really debated this. Um, we all played devil's advocate for the other side. It took a long time, email chains and other Zoom calls to get these two settled. And it really just came down to numbers at the end of the day, just what was on paper. So Shuri just had on paper numbers wise a better year than Bianca. But yeah, I mean, it's a huge deal. Joe, she takes up like a fifth of the entire list. Um, and we had a, like four or five new stardom folks that, that ranked for the first time so stardom really pulled out a really great year what's
2: been some of the reaction to that online because I know a lot of the a lot, a lot of uh, Western viewers and, and certainly a lot of people in the UK and Europe may not have as much access to stardom uh, and promotions uh Joshy promotions as we should do uh, so what has been some of the reaction online from people like that to this this strong placement as you say 20 percent a fifth of the list is is uh, you starred in performers. What's been some of the reaction online to that?
1: Well, you know, like we always say, and you know too, you can't please everybody. Mm-hmm. So, the, or most people anyway. There's one side who is like, why are they so high? I don't even know who they are. As if, you know, they're the only fan, right? Or US fans only matter. Mm. And then there's the other side who think there's not enough which is crazy too. <laughs> and then there's like the people that, you know, you get once in a while who are like, I didn't even know who Shuri was, but now I'm super interested or they hear us go on podcast appearances and they're like, everything you said is awesome. So now I'm going to go look them up. And those are the people that we're so grateful for because that's essentially what, what we want to do. But I mean, I, I'm proud of the list. Shuri was like super grateful and loving and stardom deserves it. So we really do this for the wrestlers to celebrate their year and how great they did. It's, it's, we want to please our readers, but it, Coming down to the bottom of it, it's not really for the readers, you know. I think that's the
2: power of uh, the PWI 150 in particular. It hits different and is kind of treated different to the PWI 500. I think for this, it is a chance to discover like a whole new world of wrestling. Like there's going to be people right. who, who are going to go Shuri, who never heard, but you are going <laughs> to get some who go Shuri, okay, and then they're going to discover this is somebody who's been a world champion for 300 days. This is somebody who right. every time she stepped into the ring, she's had a banger and yeah. and. And if you want, and and if this puts more eyes on that, then what? That's the best thing possible. That's the best result right. ever, isn't it?
1: Right. And I think, I mean, the list is a snapshot in time, and I think it reflects that Joshi promotions are doing more to increase their visibility. You think of TJPW, who honestly I wasn't following like two years ago. They're um, doing a lot of pay per views now uh, that are pretty easy to get a hold of, and they're having like English commentary um stardom 2, once bushiro took over really wanted to expand their audience. So now they're over here, stardom talent. Um they're getting a new title. Like everything is really pointing towards this sort of Joshi takeover. I mean Maki and and Mayu came over and and ruled. So I think it's very indicative of the last year. We really try to make the list a snapshot in time.
2: Do we see more Joshi influence in in the years to come in the PWI?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, the idea is to keep it Even right, or like I said, indicative of what's out there, we don't we try not, I mean, we try to show new faces, but we also try to keep it like you know what it is right now. We try to keep like a pulse on the industry, right? Um, and yeah, like I said, I think Joshi's really trying very hard to expand their audience, and I think it's going to reflect that in the future. Yeah,
2: hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds at Mint Mobile. We like to do the opposite
0: For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a sleep number store or sleepnumber.com.
2: Obviously, being from the UK, uh, I'm excited to see uh, Becky Lynch rep in the UK and Ireland at number four. She's a bit like Tim Henman uh, in the sense that <laughs> in the tennis, if Tim Henman has a great year, he's, he's from the UK. If he has a bad year, he's from Scotland. Uh, and <laughs>
1: right.
2: that, that's how we do it over here. Irish but,
1: too, you know. Yeah, yeah. that's that's yeah. it.
2: With Becky, with Becky Lynch, she had a bad year. She's from Ireland, but we'll take her. Uh, yeah. number, <laughs> number four in the in the in the rankings. But we're also also really delighted to see uh, Alex Windsor cracking the top twenty-five as an yes. indie UK star. And and then you yeah. look down the one hundred and fifty, and you see Charlie Morgan, who had an outstanding comeback from retirement. You see yeah. the Progress Women's Champion Kanji. You see Alexis <laughs> Falcon in there as well uh, is this down to a a rise in british women's wrestling or is this a just a few standout performers who've had a a belter of a year
1: oh it's a rise and Mm. i think it's also a comeback like when i wrote the scouting report it's a lot of it was just covid restrictions (laughs) they're they're (laughs) a lot tighter over there than they are in the us so you know while we're still running shows you guys were being careful and shutting things down so now we get a full comeback this is the year where they're all back Um, yeah, Charlie Morgan retires. I will I will say I fought for Charlie. I personally fought for Charlie to be on this list because of the comeback. Jetta is on the list for the first time in 13 years, which is incredible. Progressive Eve champion
2: Jetta's in there as well. I've got to mention Jetta.
1: Alex Windsor, like when we got to rank her, we were all so excited. We're all such huge fans of Alex Windsor. Um, and you know, she did so much this year, and she went she went and, and won a TJPW title. Like, that was a big deal, too. Um, we do keep track of that when you're winning other people's titles. Like, that's a huge up, right? Because visibility and push. But, yeah, Alex Falcon was the first time being ranked. There was uh, a couple. Like, uh, Debbie Kaitel. Um, there's a couple women who I mean we were just excited to include UK women period because honestly it's some of the best women's wrestling in, in the world
2: uh, and another 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 branch that gets sort of re- marked on for their women's wrestling is impact wrestling uh, yeah. Jordan Grace in there at uh, number six this year now correct correct me if I'm wrong Kristen, because I might be wrong is this the highest ranking for an active knockouts champion
1: i i couldn't tell you because I, I, I had a
2: quick look and i was seeing like maybe Mick, the year that mickey james was champion she wasn't this like high up or diana i think gail i don't know
1: don't i think gail was in tna when she topped the list but don't quote me on that
2: maybe oh, um, yeah maybe yeah Very maybe so,
1: no not necessarily i think when they were in tna there was a lot more coverage of them um impact still has got some of the best women's wrestling as well they have a killer frankly veteran um uh you know roster but i think there wasn't a lot of women this year on like i felt like there was less women um and they were really pushing certain women like jordan grace but jordan grace i mean she she just blurred the lines and she was also fighting for a lot of um men's titles traditionally that now are are genderless so she had an incredible year like always and she says on twitter oh it's all downhill from here no jordan don't say that (laughs) (laughs) it is not (laughs) <laughs> um, you know, she she was the winner of the uh, first women's queen of the mountain for impact. And that was an incredible match. And so I, I think she's won everything but the men's world title, um, or at least oh. competed for everything, sorry, competed for everything, but the men's world title. Um, so even tag titles, she did. So I mean, she's fantastic. And um, I can't wait to see her just rule the entire roster of men and women. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's a,
2: it's it's something that you said there, Kristen, I've got in my notes here, which is a, a really common opinion uh, on Impact Wrestling, where they say Impact has the best women's division in the West. And, and this yeah. is something that's attributed a lot to Impact. What do you attribute that to, though?
1: Um, well, I attribute it to the fact that they they hire really great women. I think they're, you know, scouters or recruiters or whatever. They, they really go for um, great women. I think it's also a mixture of vets like Rosemary um, and new people. Like they had Masha this year, they had Lady Frost and, you know, they have years under their belt, but newer members to impact. Um, The booking is always really great. I think when you look at like Jordan Gray specifically, they're not afraid to push boundaries and do firsts and allow their women to really wrestle, (laughs) which is great. And there Mm. are there are uh, storylines, but I think it's more focused on the in-ring, which when you you ask a lot of fans, that's what they're going to say is great wrestling is the wrestling.
2: Uh, Bianca Belair was number one last year she's dropped back to number two as you say this was a decision that you uh, you mold and conjugated over for quite some time but outside of Belair and Charlotte Flair WWE stars are a little further down the list than than they have been uh, historically now has there been uh, a noticeable difference to Raw Smackdown and NXT women's division or is it just a case that everyone else pushed a little bit harder this year
1: yeah, I think it's uneven because, uh, like, Bianca and your Becky Lynch, uh, even your Charlotte Flair in the beginning of the period, because she spent the last, like, five months gone, they're so heavily pushed, right? They're the the title holders. They're pushed. And, you know, I, we can talk about uh, – we can also talk about Manny Rose because that was uh, an issue online, right? But, you know, when you think of just the main roster, like, those women are pushed – And then there's sort of this mid card where you might have like a Liv Morgan who fights for a title and kind of comes up as a a newcomer, but there's not many. Um, And I think there are some that were sort of left as like afterthoughts or they were doing a bunch of squashes or tag matches again, which don't count as much. And they really do rely on a few women. Um, I think that will change when more people come back. You know, you had Ronda Rousey come back. Charlotte Flair will hopefully come back. Sasha and Naomi will hopefully come back eventually. So, those are women that will probably then sort of even out the scale. As far as Mandy Rose, let me address this. Yeah, because I
2: know you've had a lot of grief for for the placement of Mandy Rose, and I think it's good to talk about Yeah.
1: Like I said, I did my top 20. I will say I had her higher. Not in the top 10, but I had her higher. Um, And it's vote by committee. So I don't get all the say. Um, and so if you look at her year, she wrestled about the same amount as everyone else. Um, she defended the title, I think maybe like nine times, but they were, and this is, this is a result of NXT. They were, you know, up and comers or new to the brand, or maybe were like a little green, whatever you want to call it. So the depth of competition, the, you know, it wasn't as strong as what you're going to get on main roster because they're just newer that's just how nxt is right uh they're not nxt uk where you bring in like people who are already vets in the area right so it it wasn't a great death perception uh death of competition she also you know half of her matches were tag matches tags or trios because of toxic attraction so again that doesn't count as much either this is not to say that Manny rose is a bad wrestler i don't know not at all I think she brings a lot to the table and I know she tweeted out about it and I hope she was doing it in kayfabe because we love you, Mandy. This is n- it's not a knock on Mandy and she had a hard year and I know that. Um, but, you know, NXT is always hard to rank because of the development part of it because it really is sort of, and now they're bringing in people who aren't necessarily even wrestlers to begin with. So it's hard. We love Mandy Rose. Um the top like 30 is so hard to rank because they all did wonderful this year. Um, and it's just, it's just a matter of that. It's just, you know, competition wise uh, defenses, that sort of thing. Uh,
2: so let's take a look in the crystal ball for 2023. Who do, what do we think that list is going to look like?
1: I don't know. Probably a lot different. It changes mm. a lot year to year. Mm. Um, I think some of that is just, uh, booking and the fact that there's not a lot of women's matches across the board. So you're only really pushing a couple women. So, um, that's why it ends up changing. I think a lot is because, you know, it just depends on the year who's getting pushed. Um, like if you think of Shiri, she's had the title for a year and almost a year. And a lot of them have that same thing here. You know, they've held the title for so long and eventually, You have to have a new, (laughs) you have to have a new title holder. Like I think Julia in Stardom next year is going to have her year. You know, she, she wins this Grand Prix, right? And so I think she's going to have a year. So it all depends on booking, but I think because there's less women's matches that it changes so much
2: uh with with the hope of there being more women's matches uh away just from the title picture because i think that's something that that's been a a bone of contention for a lot of people like you say it it why we still in this position where so many women's matches have to be around the title when you could have perfectly serviceable and excellent quality women's (laughs) matches that aren't around a title we had a brief dalliance with becky lynch and asuka and I thought that's a pay-per-view match why not mm-hmm. put that on it doesn't need a belt that's just let them have a go let them sort that out you know right. Drew, Drew McIntyre and Karrion Cross get matches with that belt on them. Um, <laughs> right. why doesn't Becky Lynch and Asuka you know yeah yeah well
1: and that's yeah that's what's so sorry that's what's so frustrating is you look at pay-per-view cards um like for any brand and you're like okay so we have a, a women's title match and then, like, eight men's matches, three of which don't even have any stakes, right? They're not, like, gimmicked, and they're not over a title. And you're like, but hey, <laughs> like, everywhere, right? Like, AW, you have Britt Baker, who's not fighting really necessarily for a title right now, but she is a huge personality. Like, those are things that you can – and they're they're doing it, right? I mean, it's more focused around Jamie Hader, but they are doing stuff like that. I just – I think it's a product of people maybe on their staff who don't know how to book women's stories. That's always a problem. WWE has that problem, although I think they do book more women's stories um, than other promotions. But they do have a trouble in like the actual story, right? Like catty women fighting over men or (laughs) ridiculous stuff like the bully, you know, women hating women, which is just, it's not the reason like can't they just want the title or can't they just want to fight each other like it doesn't have to be so i think it's a problem of that right they maybe they don't have people who know how to write women's stories on there
2: because yeah. we want because if we see if we sort of get past this point do we see the list become a top 200 in 2023
1: oh yeah i mean it's already super hard like that's why we bumped it up to 150 and we bumped it up to 150 when half the countries were locked down because it was getting hard and part of that is like joshi's presence is growing part of that is um when covid happened that the streaming services really picked up and and uh, indies realized that in order to make any money they were going to have to stream so a lot more people were visible and i think now that we have all these countries opening up that it's going to be even harder. I mean Canada's finally making an appearance. Um UK keeps rocking it. Like I think it's going to be hard now to to do anything less than maybe 200. Yeah.
2: It's a, it's what I'd like to call uh, a champagne problem because yeah, now there's exactly. so much more so much so so many more candidates. It makes for work for you. But what a great time to have so many candidates
1: yeah exactly. you know it's a champagne
2: yeah. problem to have uh, right kristen ashley representing pro wrestling illustrated thank you so much for coming on where can people find you online and keep up to date with all the stuff that you're doing
1: yeah so um on twitter at kristen ashley um there's no e Ian Ashley, ashley so you're aware <laughs> um at official pwi is where all my my stuff goes right now belt to bells is sort of on a, a hiatus so that i can focus on school and work and stuff for a little bit um and then Yeah, um, I have some interviews coming up uh, based around the Women's 150. um, So that will be probably coming out in the next week or two. So keep an eye on that. That'll be really cool.
2: When it came to talking about uh, the state of women's wrestling in 2022, there's nobody else I'd rather get on the line to talk about. So thank you for making time for me, Kristen Ashley. Thank you for joining us on Girls at
1: Holling today. Oh, thanks for having me. Ever
0: catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row?